Welcome to the Holistic Beauty Podcast. We are going to chat all things holistic and integrative beauty and skin health. We are licensed naturopathic doctors practicing in sunny California, and we are changing how skincare is looked at. We want you to understand that skin health is a manifestation of balance from within. And each week, we are bringing you tidbits to complete your skincare routine from the inside out and the outside in. So let's get into it. Hey guys, even though we are doctors, we're not your doctor. So we want you to know that this podcast and the information on here is not medical advice. It is not meant to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any conditions or disease. And it's only meant for education, okay? So always speak to your doctor or licensed healthcare provider before starting anything new. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. If you're one of our regular listeners, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. And if you are new to our podcast and listening in for the first time, Hi, and welcome. (laughs) I hope that you get a chance to check out some of our other really awesome episodes talking about skin conditions, skincare, beauty, and more. So this week, we have our very first guest speaker of season two, Dr. Patrick Fox. Now, this interview was the first time that I ever met Dr. Fox, so I haven't really met him in person yet, but I hope to meet him someday soon. But I've only heard great things about him through Dr. Bryant because, well, they're friends. <laughs> so Dr. Patrick Fox is a licensed naturopathic doctor who practices in Seattle, Washington, and he's the medical director of a clinic called Lifted Beauty and Wellness. He has extensive experience helping people who suffer from persistent chronic Lyme disease, mold biotoxin illness, chronic inflammatory response syndrome, and autoimmune conditions. He's also an expert in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and advanced intravenous and intramuscular therapies. So without further ado, let's jump into our pre-recorded interview with Dr. Fox. Hey, Patrick. Hello, everybody. Hi. Thanks so much for being on our podcast. I'm really excited to talk about the topic. So it's going to be all about chronic complex conditions and how it's linked to skin health. So this is going to be a fun Mm. one. So in regards to what you focus on, I already kind of like spoiled it, but like, what do you focus on? Say it in your own words. Yeah, totally. So I'm like both of you, I'm an naturopathic physician based here in Seattle, Washington. And my practice focuses on complex and chronic illness and along with dermatological conditions because I'm the medical director of a spa as well. So My focus is on a lot of things like Lyme disease and its co-infections, mold, mold biotoxin illness, mast cell issues, oftentimes we call that mast cell activation syndrome or mast cell activation disease. And so those are really, you know, for lack of a better term, a lot of times the joke I like to make is like, these are my bread and butter, but like none of my patients can have bread or butter. So it's like (laughs) a bad doctor dad joke. And so, you know, you have to find the humor in it somewhere because it is complex stuff. People are sick. They're sick a lot. And they're, subclinically sick and it doesn't look like they're sick to other people. And there's, there's a lot around the healing belief of getting better. And that also that extrapolates to all systems. And so, you know, a lot of times people are like, Oh, my skin stuff, I see my derm, my derm, my derm. Well, we need to see somebody who's going to work you up appropriately for what the problem is. And sometimes that problem can be a like stealth infection or a building building that's making you sick or a vehicle that's making you sick because of toxins that are present. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's why your practice is called Constellation Naturopathic. You're really like putting the elements together, those like stars, you know, and like piecing you know the what? picture together. <laughs> what? Like a constellation. And I've actually been using right. that. Right. And everybody has a unique health constellation. And then everybody has a constellation. It can look different. And I think, you know, now where we are with the with the world and pandemic or wherever we are in life at this point, it's 
you know, everybody at this point, I really look at it as being complex because there are a lot of drivers to health. And as naturopathic doctors, we, you know, that's what we breathe and live by. It isn't just physical symptoms. It's mental, emotional, spiritual stuff. You have to really work all three of those parts of the body to get somebody to wellness. Exactly. And that's why I'm so excited to have you on this podcast, because I feel like I'm like super naturopathic where I really speak about like the t- like different like levels of health. It's more than just biological. Right. Like what you said, it's psychological right. and sociological. Mm-hmm. We actually spoke about that in past episodes on this podcast as well. So I'm really stoked to hear that you just like mentioned that it's just like affirming. Oh, well, yeah. Well, what do we talk? I mean, we talk about stress, right? I mean, like what stress and, you know, infections can drive stress. Like your, your endocrine system responds to stress by either pumping more hormones into the system. And that can lead to acne or breakouts or rapidly aging skin. Right. And then people are thinking that problems at the skin level. No, it's a different level that we're working from. And I think that that just making sure that we're getting people to the right place. Right. That's really what it's all about. I hear you. And then when we speak about like skin conditions, we've covered acne in past episodes in season one. This is currently season two. And then in past episodes, we also spoke about dermatitis and like allergy immune responses that lead to skin conditions. Atopic derm. What is it? So I'm just really curious to hear your take because you speak a lot about Lyme disease and mold on your social media channels and on your website as well. So I'm really curious to know, is there a link between those conditions and dermatological conditions? Because, well, it's it's a whole entire like, you know, Pandora's box from what, yeah. from what I consume. But is there a link? There, yes, 100%. And sometimes I think when I walk patients through this, it's more of like, not so much always like an A to B kind of link, but hey, we have these infections and these infections have led us to have this problem in our gut. Well, the the problem in the gut wasn't from your gut. The problem was from these other infections, right? So just requires us to move deeper and through that. So food sensitivities, food poisoning, that's obviously stuff that you've talked about in the past and how it can lead to SIBO and SIBO can lead to manifestations outside the gut into the skin. Some of the infections themselves with Lyme, Lyme, Lyme disease is caused by Borrelia. Borrelia is a spirochetic bacterium spirochetic meaning spiral shaped, but it doesn't come to the party alone. And this is the thing that I think that we really struggle with diagnosing appropriately in the, in the US is that we don't see the other co-infections that are problematic. And one I want to bring up namely is called Bartonella. And Bartonella is another bacteria. It's gram, uh, gram negative. It's intracellular. So it's a stealth infection, really difficult to find. But we can see these presentation on the skin of striae that form these almost like they almost look like stretch marks, but it's not on somebody who's either had rapid weight gain or rapid weight loss. And so they can be in places like the belly or the sides or the thighs, really kind of common areas where we might find more fat deposition generally. And so one of the things is people are like, what do I have to do? What can I do about this? Well, you need to treat Bartonella. Like you need to treat, that's the problem. It's not like you have atopic derm here, but you have other manifestations that are happening as a result of that. And so that that's a microscopic thing that happens. That's a damage done by the intracellular bacterium that of itself. Another example I talk about is, you know, we've Dr. Bryant, I know you've done a lot of great work around describing different types of acne and fungal comes up quite a bit. And I think a lot of people miss that. And they're like, I'm treating it from this perspective. I'm like, no, that's fungal. Like we need to treat that differently. And that can happen in anyone, but a lot in my mold patients, a lot of my mold patients have weird rashes and stuff like that, that come out of nowhere and stay forever and are resistant to treatment and persistent in their ex- exacerbations. I think there's just so many ways in which you can end up with skin stuff. And I think you've done a nice job of describing how 
the body in general, things are going to manifest on the skin, what's going on deeper in the body, right? So that's a very common naturopathic thing we talk about across all different industries within our within our focus. And so, you know, gut, obviously gut health comes into big play here, right? We always t- end up talking about what products you're using or products you aren't using. That's not like uncommon, but again, we have to look deeper. Like Lyme disease, a lot of people think, oh, I didn't have a bullseye rash. Well, that bullseye rash is only happening in about a third of people, but that's pathognomonic for a Borrelia infection, right? Like that's wild when we wouldn't have recognized it otherwise, because either that we didn't see the tick and the tick has been on us and we didn't see it and it's fallen off or it's a nymph, which is the most dangerous one because it just transmits more of its saliva, which can carry that bacterium and the other infections in there. So rashes, skin stuff, dermatological manifestations, people are like, I have rosacea. I'm like, you could have rosacea. It could also be some of these other components too. So it just really requires, you know, turning over all the stones, keep looking. And that's, and that's really where I spend a lot of time with my patients is encouraging them and and trying to bridge the gap too, right? Offering really beautiful, natural aesthetic stuff. And on the lifted side of the business that we have really helps people on other aspects of their health, right? Self-esteem, self-worth, self-value are also drivers of how people can get better. Yeah. And we actually spoke about that well, we're going to speak about it in a future episode in regards mm-hmm. to like Botox and neurotoxins and how that's Sorry, really everybody. important. No, it's all good. It's really important to ha- actually Spoiler. take that into consideration, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm really, ex- I'm really happy that you like spoke about that, but just like to echo what you said in regards to like fungal acne, I was actually like doing some research on it. Cause we already be doing an episode next month in regards to fungal acne. And there is some interesting stuff on the gastrointestinal microbiome, which is oh, basically yeah. like the fungus in the gut. Right. Yep. And I was trying the naturally to see, like, occurring fungus in the gut. Yeah. yeah the normal and- stuff you should have. Exactly. It's just really fascinating because I wasn't able to find any literature that actually connects um, the gastrointestinal microbiome to the skin microbiome, like malassezia, mm-hmm. which is responsible for mm-hmm. acne. But there's not a lot of research behind it. Like nobody's really looking into the microbiome. It's all about right. the bacterium or the back or like the bacteria right. at the end of the day, you know. So it's just really valuable to hear what you end up seeing in office. Well, I think that I love I was just having a conversation with a patient about the value of research and good research, right? We could spend eight hours talking about that minimum, right? But we also have to take take our step back from the trees and really look at the whole forest too, right? And 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 realize that, okay, like this is usually when I'm seeing this happen in the gut, I'm gonna assume as well, I can I can safely bet that we probably have some skin barrier dysfunction, right? Much like we might have gut barrier dysfunction. And how can we, how can I work that? How can I treat that and what can I do with it? And really is about getting back to restorative baseline for people. That doesn't necessarily mean we have to throw crazy treatments at it, but we have to start really at the basics. And, and I think that, that that still carries a lot of weight in my practice, even though the surround of treatment really has a lot of people that are offering the crazy, coolest, sexiest treatments around. But if you aren't doing the basics, it doesn't really count. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I like sexy, but it's all about the basics, you know? It's IV. I'll take that IV, right? I know, you know? exactly. I mean, it's a sexy treat. It's really easy to sell on the internet. It's a lot harder to sell kind of the other stuff I get to do. I hear you because nobody wants to go to sleep. That's not sexy at all. No. But circling back to chronic complex conditions, I know that like with Lyme disease and also mold, it's linked to MCAS, which is mm-hmm. also linked to dermatological manifestations such as hives, right? So is there that possible yeah. connection there? And also what's MCAS? Yeah. So a lot of times in my treatment paradigm with patients, one of the first couple of things I need to rule out is mast cell activation. And 
that isn't like a test you can just run. It is not like this super simple thing that you can do. So you have to start piecing together people's history and their subjective and their objective data, and then work them up in terms of seeing about a therapeutic trial of using things that might calm or quell that. So backing up, MCAS, mast cell activation syndrome. And so mast cells are a type of overweight blood cells. Typically, the way that mast cells work is they will degranulate or release all of their histamine, one of the chemokines it has, and then other chemical messengers immediately upon seeing something foreign or a problem, which only that's where we get this exacerbation of people that can lead to anaphylaxis with things like that, because we're just ramping up the immune system so fast and causing all of this swelling and causing all this attention to this area. That happens a lot in the gut because it houses 80% of our immune system, right? So MCAS inherently to me speaks to fixing gut stuff. And that doesn't just mean putting somebody on a probiotic. It also means really working them up in a, in a deeper way. The reason why that MCAS is often associated with Lyme and other complex illnesses, it's because of the longevity by which they usually have those infections. And the immune system is doing everything it can to treat against foreign and one of the best tools it has is that mast cell. And so things that kind of help stabilize those mast cells are obviously getting the infections or dysbiosis or whatever under control, but then also providing the right kind of either histamine support, whether that be pharmaceutical or whether it be natural, because sometimes those options have to be blended together. And that's, and that's really the PDSC of working that up there. But yeah, hives, urticaria, right? The dermatographia, really common things I see on the page. So dermatographia, I mentioned taking your nail, just tracing along your skin and seeing that mark later, right? That's really kind of a, a common thing I see with all of my mast cell patients. There's not, a, like I said, there's not this robust workup questionnaire, although I use a questionnaire to kind of help guide that clinical thinking. A lot of the things I end up wanting to do with patients often overlap and treat some of that MCAS or MCAS. And that's really where I find that benefit is, is layering these layering treatments to get to a place of helping people, not just with their infections, but also with the manifestations that are on their skin. I hear you. I kind of have the same conversation with my patients as well. Like they usually come to me for like skin stuff. Right. And then I'm just like, you know, it's deeper. So we like deep dive into it. And I really have that conversation with them. Just like, Hey, you're seeing me as a holistic provider. So I'm just going to be treating more than your skin. And the thing that's really cool is that you're seeing this at a totally like more deeper lens. Like I don't, do Lyme. I don't treat mold. But but you kind of do without knowing it. I know because like, <laughs> yeah, but it's just really cool to just hear like the deeper processes. And then for my patients who do show like high histamines, I end up doing a probiotic actually, and specifically for yep. atopic dermatitis. And does atopic dermatitis or eczema usually happen with MCAS or is that a totally different process you think? It's hard. I mean, this is the thing that's hard to say. I mean, I, I think the age-old diagnosing everything, but like, yep, that's exactly what that is. And yep, that's exactly what that is. To me, it reminds me of like, everybody's a little more complex. Like when I'm starting, when I'm starting to think that people have an issue with dietary intake and it's causing this, or we have dysbiosis in the gut, can we have secondary manifestations that we could look like eczema? It could look like atopic derm. Yes. And I think it is important to identify it appropriately, right? Absolutely. The beautiful thing about what we do and a lot of things we do when we look from a holistic lens and a holistic perspective, we can treat and like lay our treatments like I've been saying that cover kind of those bases without having any real side effects. You know, when I when I start thinking about how I want to help produce better immune function in the in the gut, I mean that may be probiotics, it may be giving the probiotics the right food to eat, or it may be using some antimicrobial herbs to clean the garden up and then replant it with good stuff, right? It really is so 
patient specific. And I think that that's the holistic part of it is it's like matching people where they're at, not just in their physical body like we're talking about here, but also then trying to say like, okay, let's get some wins under our belt with the skin stuff, right? People do so much better when they get a little victory point in the beginning of early on in treatment. You know, it could take three months to get stuff fixed, right? But the hope is on the way there, we're not just waiting to have that happen. It's happening as we're doing it. I hear you. And that's what's really cool about our medicine. Like, since we're treating from such a holistic point of view, all these other organ systems start to like fall back into balance. So people do see positive shifts to their health and wellness, you know, and then the ultimate goal is really addressing their primary health concern. And I'm actually really curious to know, we should have started the conversation off with this. Like when people end up coming to see you, like what is their main symptom, you know? Cause like Uh mold and Lyme are just so insidious. And when I think of mold and Lyme, I think of just like people who just don't get better with no matter what they do, right. but they're like tired. So like, what are like the main concerns in these last five minutes of our interview? Typically, I'm the sixth or seventh doctor that they've seen or provider before they have gotten any answers. That's one of my clue-ins usually on my intake form now. It's like, hey, who have you worked with? Who have you seen? How long have you been working with this? Chronic sinus stuff, absolutely. Chronic gut stuff, either that be constipation or diarrhea or somewhere in this IBD, IBS land pretty commonly with my patients. Skin stuff is often going along with gut stuff, right? And then there's that stress component. So I will, you know, the diagnoses that I might put on my charts, you know, they'll be related to their really root illness, right? Lyme brought on this piece or this Bartonella infection brought on the striae, right? But I'm treating beyond just the diagnosis, right? We're treating, that's our whole, that's our whole shtick, right? It's treating beyond that, treating the person. So a lot of times people come in and they just literally feel like crap or their hormones are real jacked up. And they think it's a hormone problem. Well, secondary to an infection like mold or Lyme, because they will push on those systems because they underlie every system, just like how our skin can get involved and affected by all these pieces too. It's a really, it's a fun conversation. It requires like you get very little time in the shallow end of the pool. And most of the time you're in the deep end of the pool. That's what I love about it. I love being able to be that guide and helping people. My goal is to be on somebody's team. I have a health coach on my roster at my office because it's such a beautiful way of helping blend the care that patients need with the high-end functional holistic medicine that we provide. So I'm just, I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to be an ND and I, I love getting to like give little plugs about how some crazy stuff can cause skin stuff and keep going. That's my hope for people. Just keep finding, seeking answers to the questions if you're not getting where you need to go. That's probably my biggest plug for people is to continue to have that confidence in yourself and that dedication to to finding the right answer. I hear you. So from what it sounds like, people end up coming to you when they have a concern. It could be a lot of different concerns, gut health, hormonal health, or even skin health, but they've seen so many providers and really haven't found the long-term relief they've wanted. Or they come in with like bags of supplements, which I know both of you have seen as well with our patients and clients. Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, less is more. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we really have to, we have to work that up too. And there's a lot of the stress component of that, right? I mean, people are even more complex than before, and that can be due to isolation and or pandemic. But I, yeah, I, I think that there's, there's so much to taking a look at the, seeing the trees, but not losing sight of the whole forest as well. I hear you. Thanks so much for your time, Patrick. This was so fun. My honor, my pleasure. I'm so proud of you both for doing this. Thanks so much, Patrick. All right. What did you guys think of today's episode? For me, this was a great review, honestly. I haven't touched upon some of these conditions since school, so it's been a while. 
Right now I focus on acne and beauty and aesthetic concerns, so the patients who are coming in to see me aren't necessarily coming in with these conditions that Dr. Fox was talking about. It's really amazing how connected our body systems are though, right? Like when something is going on within our bodies that is not normal, sometimes it can show up on our skin as what I like to call SOS signals, where your body is trying to tell you that something is off. And a lot of the times these are clues to a deeper issue like with the conditions that Dr. Fox was talking about or maybe some other chronic diseases like liver disease and jaundice, diabetes and acanthosis nigricans or thyroid disease and dry skin. So I hope that you learned a lot from today's episode and if you feel like this information could help out a loved one or a close friend then make sure to share this episode with them. As always, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate your support so much. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so that you're notified of when a new episode is released. And if you'd like to connect with Dr. Bryant and I, you can find that information in the podcast description. So take care and we will see you guys next week. Bye.